threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Hey, Cam. We just did this. Feels like we were just here, buddy. But <laughs> Yeah, we were. It won't feel like that for everybody else. No, so uh, They won't get it. Nope. They won't get it. Welcome to the studio, my friend. It's good to see you. Glad you're healthy, wise, and able to be here. <laughs> um, how are things? They're good. Yeah. They're great. Good. Two podcasts in a week for us. Ooh. I can't ask for more. Feels good, it man. It does. It feels great. I'm sure you all wish you could hear every single day from us. Yeah. I'm sure you really do. I can't imagine what a daily podcast would sound like from us. I oh, don't even man. know what it would it end would up being. really... Weird. Weird. It'd get weird. That's all I'm going to say. The information and intelligible <laughs> talk would get weaker and Lower weaker. and lower. By Sunday, it would just be just us be coming in, burping and, and farting and yelling, <laughs> and we go. <laughs> so That'd be true. the last episode. What we're talking about, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Here, just eat these Cheetos <laughs> on mic. I would love it, though. That'd it would be, be great. fun. Just yeah. like, How you all about we're it? We're just chatting all the day. Uh, but Cameron, we're here actually to do a job, and this is the job we're going to do. What yeah. are we talking about today? Well, we've been talking a little bit about like kind of the beginner prepping stuff, and yeah. we figured, why don't we just go over the prepping skills that we find most vital? Yeah. There's a lot of skills out there you can work mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. these are kind of the key ones um, that we believe are ones yeah. you should all work on this 20 upcoming 2020. 2022. Yeah, we got 20 of them. Yeah, we got 20. That's pretty good. We should have got 22, but... Gosh dang it, we should have. We're dumb. All right, it is what it is. We'll split them up. Before we get going with that, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but... Here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Ultimate Self-Sufficiency Manual. Love it. It's got pictures. Beautiful pictures. It's got words, and it helps <laughs> and you, you survive. you can read them. Yeah. And then also the ReadyWise American Red Cross 72-Hour Emergency Food Kit. That thing is money. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's great stuff. All this badassness starts at just... 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost 14 trillion boxes and won men, best men's subscription box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. That's trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus that free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Listener reviews starts now. This is the year to try your battle box. It, yeah, it's 2022. It's Coming brand up. new year. Do it. Um, we're recording this at the end of 2021, but when you hear this, it's going to be 2022. Yeah, so it gets my mind a little confused. Yeah, I know. It's hard for us to But you'll be listening straight. 2022. Yeah, so it's time. It's time to get out there Unless and Unless the world ends on the 31st. And it could. Yeah. There's no doubt that this we're just doing this for ourselves at this point. <laughs> could happen, but this I'm hoping it's not. archived for yeah. alien race. But guys, look, you're going to die someday. Yeah. You might as well get Battle Box before yeah, you die. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You'll have 72 hours. Yeah. Like that sure. that alone was like yeah. I'm like, that's the stuff I like. I love it, dude. I really Boom, do. Nice little kit. Mm-hmm. Well, um, here we go. Ten minutes later, yeah. here's your listener review. Okay. Almost clean enough for your grandma. I Ooh, think that's what it was. It right? is, yeah. Chipotle 08. Love that 
this podcast gives you useful information and keeps your attention. Does it? <laughs> Mostly clean and probably factual. <laughs> but these guys, defs, throw in some idiotic, that's what she said, humor. Yeah, probably. So if you're offended by burps, boobs, or oh. poop knives, then stay away. I've recommended these guys to friends, family, and neighbors. Keep up the good work and don't get too raunchy. My grandma listens and her ear holes ain't that dirty. <laughs> well, Granny, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, we love grandmas. We do. They're great. I've got a bunch of them. And to be honest with you. They're prepping masters. They really are. They got stuff down. <laughs> they do. You know what I mean? Like, they know what they're doing. They're all super smart. Yeah. I yeah. still remember my, the smell and the weird. Of your grandma? No. <laughs> I, I didn't finish. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, that was, yeah. Uh, the weird smell and look and scariness of her store, her mm-hmm. food storage. It was like yeah. down in the basement in Idaho yes. Falls, and I was like, "It's the creepiest place in the world." Yeah, but the bottles looked like not even food. I'm like, "Is this like a bird fetuses in there? or something?" <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know what These was are in my aborted children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all pickled. Back in the depression, this you is can't. what we did, just in case. <laughs> if there's a way to revive them in 2021, <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Joe Biden's gonna get us there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I just yeah, remember great, yeah. it. She 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 knew what she was doing. She taught my mama. My mama taught me. We should keep going. Yeah. So and you're going to teach your kids, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they don't seem to want to learn anything. One day they will. Yeah. But if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle Book on Amazon. Leave us a five star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad mad world. So, man, this is weird, and I don't know if this is a sign of something that's to come, but it is weird. I saw your title, and it did seem disturbing. (laughs) NASA hired 24 theologians to study human reaction to aliens. (laughs) That's creepy. Does that creep you out? Because it kind of creeps me out, right? With the recent events of, like, releasing footage that... yeah. Dude, for it is so weird. You know, the, the article just says they they they've hired all these people to try and figure out. So if if you know, what's the what's the movie that they with Amy Adams that she's like trying Arrival. to communicate? Yeah, that's a great. So movie. it's kind of like this a little bit. They're like trying to get linguistics and stuff. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna talk. To this is more of like what what? How are people going to react if we say oh, aliens are here? Oh wow. That's scary. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. How crazy is that? Yeah. So I, I guess I just say that because, you know, there's so much stuff that happened UFO, alien-wise, in well, not alien-wise, but UFO-wise in 2021. What does 2022 hold with wow. this kind of crap going on? Dude. I'll be honest. I'm excited for that kind of crap, Oh, though. for sure. Yeah, I'm right there with I'm you. I'm excited. You know, Area but, 51, they're like, yeah. this is a year. What did I see the other day? It's like, you know, I don't want to say this, guys, but everything was fine until we raided Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> True. Do you remember? It's like right so after that, people saw some stuff. Yeah, I don't have to release the Omicron. You know, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> it was pretty That's weird. True, huh? Yeah, that was just like right. Yeah, when that. when did that happen? I can't remember exactly, but I know it was around that time. Was it in 2020? I don't know. <laughs> or 2019? Um, I don't know. When I was, think it? was it? Was like 19? 2019. Yeah. Holy crap, dude! Yeah. Yeah. So, so nothing. Wow. I know. That's what I'm saying. Somebody peeked in a window and they're like, release it. Yep. It's time. September COVID. 20th, 2019. Wow. And, and it was like right so after NASA's that. So NASA's like hiring people to learn how to like deal with. Yeah. So how people are people going to react? <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Anyways. Don't worry. We got a bunch of theologians. Yeah. Theologians. <laughs> theologians. <laughs> um, that's just weird though. I know. 
pretty crazy. Um, so Russia advancing mm. their tech, always interesting, right? Well, yeah, for sure. Um, they've been testing its Orion. Remember I was saying that? <laughs> my, to be honest with you, I was talking to my wife last night. She listened to that. She's like, I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard as when Cam said Orion. <laughs> She's like, I had to, it was like a half hour I have hour no of joke laughing. heard it that way when I've talked about like astronomy and so I was like anyway I don't know why it came out that way yeah she was laughing by the just so you know Orion yeah Yeah. so the Orion unmanned aerial vehicle UAV Hmm. is a drone killer so not only are they using drones to you know attack and do things like Mm -hmm. we've been doing but now they are specifically building them to attack other drones wow so We've talked about it before, like China and all their production of, you know, drones, DJI, just yeah. waiting to attack Americans because we all own one. Yeah, and then they're but just like, take control of them and go. But that's like the 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 military shifting to like drone on drone action, which is super weird. Eel. You know, <laughs> you like that drone on drone action? I do. I like to see it. <laughs> but mm. what a weird mm. like possible warfare of just like yeah all these robotics just fighting and we're just like what are we doing down here but that really is like the future that we thought when we were kids it is like robots fighting each other that's what's gonna be happening yeah how weird stuff man super weird (laughs) um it'll just be spelled different yeah got a y a couple extra y's in there be (laughs) based in utah yeah for sure provo based 100 percent but yeah, anyways, I thought yeah. that was crazy that they, I mean, they've successfully shot down drones and that's where they're like really focusing with their air yeah. war efforts, which is crazy. That is nuts, man. It's going to be an interesting Great. war. It is a mad, mad war. maybe preparing for. Mm-hmm. We're all preparing for it, right? Everybody is. So yeah, so we decided, we just did an episode called the New Prepper Checklist, right? So all the things as a new prepper that you can kind of get started with. Um, but Cam came up with a beautiful idea. Well, let's talk about skills. Yeah. Right? We, we always mention water skills. Mm-hmm. It's always everybody's number one. It is. But we'll get to it's that. It's not number one on our list, yeah. though. <laughs> these, aren't, these aren't in any sort of, like, specific I kind order. of tweaked them a little. Oh, okay. So Maybe they are then. some of the bigger priority ones were first. Okay, but, great. But it isn't going to apply to everybody, okay? okay? I'm just saying, these are the ones that we could all work on better. Okay. Even ones that I'm like, oh, I felt comfortable in this one. Like, there's just much more to do. Yeah, and so obviously there's 20 of these. You're not going to get, you're not going to get proficient at 20 skills. There's in not 20, 20 months. No, there's not 20 <laughs> so, months. I mean, yeah. It, so maybe pick one or two for yeah, the year. Yeah. And say, hey, I'm, I'm going to try these. Well, these are just ones, yeah, that'll help any yeah. prepper be better. Yeah, okay? and they're, they're great for prepping, but they're just great for living, bro. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily Number have to Number one, be... go to church. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you don't have, it's not just for this long-term SHDF situations. A lot of these are just great for every day. It's true. Right? So, exactly. Yeah. So, number one is just healthy living. Oh, man. And the difference that it can make. It sure like, can. I'm saying this because I see people on a daily that I'm just like, you need to make lifestyle changes. Like I'm gonna take a drink of this real quick. I know. <laughs> and I'm the same. Like there's things that we can do better. For sure. Yeah. All of us, you know, you know, more exercise, mm-hmm. um more social activities kind of get, you know, out of your <laughs> mental funk. Like that's one thing that I don't do enough. I, yeah. I probably I spend so much time with people and fixing their problems that I don't want anything to do with human beings when yeah. I'm at home. Yeah, I get you. And that's a problem. But um Anyways, just healthy living will get you so much further in any event, not just like SHTF, but yeah. like any stressful thing that you come across, you're going to be better off. And 
all the survival books that I read, it's it's the you know the ones that are usually more healthy going into it yeah. are going to last a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, not only due to physical strength and endurance, but like their mental, they're, they're positive people. Like they, mm-hmm. they just, I can work through this. I have the ability to do this. If you have a body that's functional, that will be able to get you through it much better. If yes. you're reliant on seeing your doctor every single month. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a pretty good uh, goal to make. I don't want to see my doctor every month. Yeah. Yeah. If I people don't have come to. in on, like once a year and they're like, yeah, sorry, I don't come in very often. And I'm like, great. I hug them and I'm like, I love you so <laughs> yeah. much. Kiss their neck. This is what you should be doing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see you, but once a year, mm-hmm. even then, you know. So there's a lot of things you can work on in this. I mean, this this sure. this covers a lot of different things. But yeah. you know, eliminating some of those things you're dependent on, you know, alcohol, smoking, um, prescription medications you don't need, soda, sweets. You know, I can mm-hmm. eat way better. I I love salt. I freaking eat everything super salty. Yeah. It, there's just these things will get you further for everything, for for mental, you know, strength, for spiritual strength, for mm-hmm. physical strength. And so I think that's why I kind of put this one at the top. It's like you need to work on your your own health yeah. before you can really help well, anybody else. Well, that's the else. thing. Like if you're, <clears throat> if you're able to get healthier and, and get this healthy lifestyle, you're becoming more resilient just because it's hard to do. Yeah. And so when it, once an SHTF situation comes, you're already better for it. Not just being healthy, but you've gone through hard stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to stop drinking soda. It's freaking way hard. Yeah. It's hard to stop eating your laced potato chips. Mm, it's not it. easy. I know. And so, you know, you're just getting stronger. You're getting more resilient all the way around. Right. Let alone right. just being healthy. You just set up a better routine and like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's, that's one to work on. I love time. it. I love it. Number two, Cam says, is self-defense. Cam says. Well, you're the one that put the order, so that's what well, I'm I saying. It was, so, you know, we talk about preparedness, um, and it's kind of all this about— This one kind of blended in with, like, exercise. Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's about being ready in an emergency situation. Preparedness, right? So anything that comes your way, you're prepared for it. You know, and being attacked by another person, to me, absolutely qualifies as an emergency situation. It's a, it's a situation you don't want to get into no. in any, any time. And then we talk about SHDF scenarios. Those in those scenarios, the threat is even higher because people are on edge. They're yeah. scared. They already were. <clears throat> yeah, they already they were. They already yeah. are nowadays. Yeah, and so now they're confused. They're scared. They have all this anxiety. They don't know what's going on. They're they're worried about food and w- yeah. gas or money, whatever it is. And, I mean, think about waiting on those gas lines. You know. If, if the fuel is running low, to think about like a run on the bank or you're at the grocery store, you know, and you've grabbed the last pack of ramen, all those types of things. Somebody gets pissed off. It's very easy for that to happen. Yeah. It's very easy for someone to say, screw you. I'm just going to hit you in the face and I'm going to take your gas or your money. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And then just every single day you have that possibility of being randomly mugged or attacked. I mean, road rage. You see the videos all the time. Right. The crazy people with road rage and, you know, random encounters at work or school and your neighbors. There's just so many opportunities for people to get upset and to attack you in some way, shape, or form. Right. So I think about this all the time because... I am a small dude. I'm not big in any way, shape, or form. I'm like the small, I'm like dripping wet. I'm 150 pounds, right? So I'm super small. So I, and I've got a family. I've got, you know, four girls at home and they're all super cute. And I like, I have to be able to defend them True. some way. You know, when people look at me, I'm like, oh. 
I'll take him out with one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's something I think. One, five, five, six. One, five, five, six. He's done. But I think about it more often because I'm so small, right? Um, I just, you just think about those like jacked up dudes that are like wearing the American Fighter T-shirt, you know, watching UFC every weekend, and they're just <laughs> yeah. ready to, to, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, so, um, I think and that's why. I, that's why I was like, I put in as self defense, you know. Yes. And I'm like, for you, even knowing like the things that you've worked on and done uh-huh. and know that, you know, that you feel like you could, you know, would you still want to get in a fight with anybody no. in the street? I actually less want to get in a fight <laughs> now, right. less so. But you know, if you actually ended up in it, you at least know some things. Yes. And yeah. that scares me because I'm just like, you know, you could <laughs> deal with somebody that knows a lot more than you thought. Dude, it's so crazy. Or because you deal with somebody and you run out of energy anyway. You exactly. You beat to death. You just don't know what's going to happen. Someone pulls out a knife, someone pulls out a gun, someone yeah. just cold cocks you out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's just, getting into a fight is not good, but you have to have those skills. Um, and the hardest part with self-defense is you have to kind of actively engage with it. It's not something that you can say, well, I read the article. I'm good to go, yeah. right? It's not going to work that way. So you you can read, you can watch videos, but ultimately you have to do it. That's yeah. the only way to to, to kind of learn it, and that's why it makes it so hard, but it's such a, a valuable skill. So you can work on like your hand-to-hand combat. There's obviously weapons when it comes to self-defense. And then I put number three is running because the number one thing is get the hell out of there. Right. You don't need to be in a fight for, for I mean, sometimes you're going to have to, but if you don't need to be there, just right. go. Just leave. And if you can outrun somebody, you're done. You're, you're the best. You're good. Yeah. You won the fight. Way to go. You won the you fight. You saved a lot of problems <laughs> exactly. for a lot of people. And yeah. Yeah. So in my opinion, everybody should at least have the base knowledge of like the basic hand-to-hand self-defense, which means like uh, you know, some sort of a punch block defense, yeah. takedown defense, because you don't want to get taken down. I mean, I'll get taken down, but most people don't want to get taken down. You want to be able to take somebody down and then have like some basic grappling skills so you just don't yeah. get your you know face smashed <laughs> in by an elbow or something. Right. You know? So there's a lot of different ways to get these skills, but I recommend signing up with someone locally who's a good instructor. Yeah. And so this can be like Krav Maga, it can be Jiu-Jitsu, it can be boxing, it can be MMA, and there's even people that just do like straight self-defense classes. Um, so those are really good. So the thing is you have to either make it part of like your weekly routine to go hit these classes or try and get there as regularly as possible. Um, because like I said, going to one class and calling it good, it's just not going to do it. Yeah. Um. But there, you know, there are online cl- classes and courses that you if can you take. Have to, yeah. If you have to, I don't. Um, I don't think that's the best way to do it. But it's better than nothing, right? Because right. you need to actually live practice with another person, so you can kind of get those those skills and know what it yeah. feels like and actually do it right. Um. And then again, there's there's weapons for self defense. You know, there's the lethal type weapons like guns and knives, but there's also less less lethal stuff like. You know, tactical pens, the coup batons, stun guns, pepper spray, all that kind of stuff. So, but, you know, if you're going to go that route, make sure you understand, like, the concealed carry laws and all those things and practice regularly. Um, Guns are no different than self-defense. You have to practice all the time. Right. So, anyways, self-defense is a really great skill to learn for preppers, um, but it just, it takes a lot of time. It's like that healthy living thing. You have to be committed to it to really understand it, I think. But anything you can do is good. But it's like a huge eye-opener. Just if you spend a, like, for me doing it twice, Uh you know, like, I want to do more because it's such an eye-opener how different you have to think. Yeah. Like, conserving your energy so you don't get, you know, 
yeah messed up as quick as possible and it's just different like there's just no way of explaining it kind of like and i'll get into that like the hunting thing you just yes. you can't expect to just go and pull a trigger and be sad no, and like can't. i'll just shoot i'll just shoot a deer exactly it's so different for sure so you got to try it um <clears throat> next thing is like having some basic knowledge in first aid and mm-hmm. medical and um i talk about this all the time just the basics like i it just blows my mind how many people just don't really even know what to do with a fever you know it's like <laughs> yeah. like oh my gosh have, have, we, have we lost all <laughs> understanding of like how the body works and or is it do cancer we not, yeah no just you like, have a 99 degree fever we're all somewhat hypochondriacs like i understand yeah. that oh, but yeah, for at sure. the same time it's like you're you're not always going to have access to a medical professional mm. um you're not and I i'm not going to talk to all of you like, you're gonna talk to me you know it, <laughs> like the first thing i'm doing in an shtf is i'm probably gonna like use my phone only for the people i want to communicate with i'm yeah. not gonna take texts i'm not gonna take calls mm. or i'm not gonna do home visits you can't because you, there's too many other things you have to do there with is personally. yeah so yeah. it's like and 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 you know i'm one of many medical professionals that are just like we can't handle this yeah um so just like learning the basics of like what to do when your kid has a fever, how to manage and, and like the things that you need to know of when to seek, you know, yeah. more professional care. Like that, that's like lost nowadays. Like mm-hmm. you can see it for how busy urgent cares are and stuff. I'm just like, geez, Louise, like, do you even know what you're doing? How do yeah. you breathe? It's like <laughs> you've forgotten everything. But um, I coughed last Tuesday. Yeah. I coughed again I today. I drove past, had a scratchy throat. <laughs> thought i'd have you guys look at it i googled it says it's either omicron or age i'm like idiot it's either omicron or aids i'm pretty sure (laughs) tell me which this toenail's been hanging off a little (laughs) bit googled it cancer of the thyroid yeah is that right i got all the symptoms i'm just like huh um but yeah knowing how to like deal with just basic sickness like Mm -hmm. the remedies you can use like that is super useful and will get you further than probably most people yeah even if you're like you know wondering like the internet can be great, but it's misleading. It has like tons of studies that are bogus. Like yeah. if you don't understand how to read medical studies, you probably shouldn't read them. Like I get that <laughs> all the time. Like I read that if you take melatonin, it helps with erectile function. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, where'd you read that? Um, anyways, getting like nursing guides, like books that talk about how to manage like medicine, stuff like that. They're, Yes, you're not a nurse, you're not a doctor, but you can go back and refer to these things. Sure, yeah. You can figure out how to diagnose strep throat. and But those books and guides are really useful. And the most advanced, the more advanced stuff can come later. You know, you're not going to be carrying a kit to remove a kidney mm-hmm. when you don't, you don't have any background in that. <laughs> no. Like, focus on taking care of your family for basic sicknesses and trying to avoid going to the doctor. That would be number one. Number two is build your own medical kit. Yeah. With like band-aids and, and you start realizing what things are quality and, and what things you need, like what kind of gauzes to use, what kind of band-aids, what kind of adhesives and things like that. So I would build your own. Mm-hmm. That would be the other skill. And then the, the second is just like pick up guides. Like yeah. You may not have a chance to suture and practice suturing or go to a class. If you have a guide available, you can figure it out. You can like you can get your way through it if you yeah. had to, right? So, and that stuff. Prepper's Medical Handbook. Can, yeah, Prepper's Medical Handbook. Is like, really great. Very good. I have and, like a first aid field guide that I keep in my bug out bag. Yeah. You know, I Just mean. those books, like people always, what are you carrying that for? Well, you're not going to be. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> you're not, 
no, like the one thing I learned in school doing rotations is, you know, you always think of doctors knowing everything. They refer back to books all the time. All the time. I'm printing reports all the time for my doctor because he's like, will you access this? He'll come in because I have access to the uh, up-to-date reference. And he's like, mm-hmm. will you just print it for me? What do you know about it? Like we bounce stuff off from each other. So it's just like it's we don't practice. know everything and you got to use yeah. these guides. So buy your own. Nice. Like, get some of those. But anyways, that's what I would say when you're focused on the skills is the basic stuff. Basic life support, CPR, mm-hmm. how to take care of a fever, and um, the other stuff will come. And if you can't get to that, you'll just get medical books, you know? Yeah, I love it. That's a great, done, done. That's a great one. I need to work on it too. Um, my Okay, water <laughs> skills. My computers were shut down. Um, water I skills. Too long. Shut did. off. Um, obviously, water skills is a huge, long-running joke for casual preppers. If you've been with us for a long time, you've heard it a million times. But it really—it's not a joke. No, I'm being serious it's here. No joke. It's something that you really need to look at. And it—and it, I think it's a joke because we said water skills, and that makes no damn sense. But when we talk <laughs> about water, there's a lot of things that go, a lot of skills that kind of come with water yeah. that uh, you should be able to learn. That's like storing water, filtering water, pure purification of water, transportation of water. There's a lot of different things. All these things could be life-saving for somebody. So um, I think it comes to understanding how to use like your filtration methods and your different purification methods. Those are some of the biggest things to understand. And people ask me all the time, well, how much bleach do I need to put in? I'm like, I don't know. I know. That's the thing. Like, I don't, it's not like something I care to keep in my brain. I got too much other <laughs> shit to keep in my brain. So that's so funny. That's how I feel about yeah. it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? And they're like, well, I thought you did a Fill podcast. something with tap water. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I have, I have a, you know, a guide that tells me how to do that stuff. I don't have to keep that in I'm my brain. I'm not continually every podcast. No. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's all quote together. Yeah. <laughs> The so steps to purifying water. Anyways, um, so like what filters do you have? Have you tested them? Do you know, you know, the life of the filter? Do you understand how to clean it? These are all things that come along with your water skills. You know, boiling water. Do you know how to boil water? It's not that hard. But there's a lot of different what you know, chemical purification, you know, other basic filtration methods like the charcoal, you know, t-shirts yeah. and making all those um, UV purification um there's a lot of different stuff it sounds that comes so with it. stupid because we have like we ha- our water is also available <laughs> yeah, you don't worry about so it, you yeah. don't ever think about yeah. it but if it comes down to this you're like man yeah. how long do i boil do i exactly. you know and it's not that complicated but it's like when it gets to that point and you're in a panic mode <laughs> oh, crap. you want to be safe about it yeah you don't know how to do any of this exactly and then you know learning and understanding the best methods of storing your water for long term, like yeah. I said, and treating it and making sure it's going to stay safe. Had but to drink it, not breathe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like I said, my favorite water skill is having the books on hand that spell all of this stuff yeah. out for me. Yeah. The the I think it's called like the Prepper's Water Guide, or I can't remember exactly, but there's a book. In- Get wet with prepping. Yeah. <laughs> By Cam Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the Cam write, Hardy I'm story. A, I'm write that. <laughs> That's your autobiography. You just writ written. You just read it. <laughs> just write that one up. Yeah, gotta get wet with prep. <laughs> that one's for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's water skills for you. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a little drink. <laughs> I'm getting a little parched. It's over a here. <laughs> Um, now we gotta talk about eating some food. Okay. So. Uh, and we just talked about this recently. Um, eating food? Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, okay. eating oh, food. Be, yeah. We talked about like food storage and all that stuff. So 
and and food preps can get a little bit complicated. You're just like, holy crap, there's a lot of food that I need to store, and I don't know where to start. And start with the 72 hours for each of your family members. Yes. That's the easiest thing to do. Look, then, man, if you get that, you're killing it. Yeah. You're crushing it, Most bro. of the time, power will come back. Yeah, like, you're crushing things it. Things will kind of... Yeah. But, and then once you get that, like, get that for sure, move to your two-week supply for you and your family for water and food. But you also have to go into more of, like, understanding the caloric needs mm. for each each of you, for, you know, whatever your activity level is, your health. And the big thing is, like, nutrition. You can yeah. eat the same, you know, macaroni and cheese for two weeks, and you're going to get messed up. Like, Probably. You've got to understand nutrition to a level of um, keeping yourself healthy, even if you have food available to eat. you got to understand mm-hmm. You know the varieties, the things you need to mix um, and and add to these. What maybe it's a twenty five year shelf life food. Yeah, they just don't. They're lacking some of those things. So, um, understanding. Yeah, some of them. Some are. of them are pretty good, but yeah, you have to have like some that, of them are just. I think ground up vitamins. <laughs> yeah, and they throw macaroni. In. There's like ba- a base <laughs> they level. They taste like that too. Base level of like nutrition that you need to have, like right. nutrients and, and vitamins. Yeah. You got to at least understand that, right? right? I think like nutritionists and stuff. I think that's one of the most interesting subjects oh, because sure. like our diets in, in the American diet, like mm. the things that we have available to buy off mm. the grocery store shelves, it just isn't very good. And so, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like understanding those things mm. will just make your ability to pick the right things for your family. Cause we always talk about that two weeks needs to be like the perishable foods, yeah. mm-hmm. not your 25-year shelf life. Sure, yeah. Then the 25-year shelf life, it's actually easier to get that stuff. It's expensive, mm-hmm. but it's much easier just to buy, yeah. you know, a bin from Patriot Supply that's For just sure. ready to go. Yeah. But I'll, you don't want to touch I've that I've been stuff. liking Nutrient Survival. That's one I've really liked. Nutrient I'm, Survival, yeah. Their that's food their new is one, fantastic. Huh? That have yeah. those little... It's really good stuff. But, and then also, like, I, someone, who was this that was, I was talking with someone the other day, and they're like, I got 72 hours for, kit for my family of the food, you know, like the yeah. long-term shelf life. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm like, do you realize that's for one person? You know, they, oh, they yeah. thought it was for All their family. All the time, that does And happen, so it's like, yeah. no, you got to understand that, <laughs> how yeah. many calories that is. Could you stretch it? Yes, but, yeah. like, it's going to be, it, it, that's and, not what we're wanting. And so look at those kits, how many calories they are and how that's many. That's so true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember, now that I think about it, in in Logan, like, as a church thing, we, like, built mm-hmm. a 72 hour kit. That was for one of us. <laughs> one person. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it was in a uh, number 10 can, you know? Yep. But yeah, so you like focus on the 72 hour, do the two week, understand nutrition, what mm-hmm. foods you're going to need to keep you healthy and to give you the vitamins and minerals you need, and then move to your 25 year shelf life. That's great. So. Yeah. And so number six, it kind of goes along with this and it's gardening. Um, there's, there's a lot of prepper skills we're going to talk about, and I think gardening should be up there. Yeah. It really is. It's, I mean, people who understand how to grow fruits and vegetables, they're like gods. They are. Especially when it comes to like SHTF. Like the stuff that my mom yes. grow, I'm like, wow, do you use like miracle grow? She's like, no. No. She the just ground. knows how to spend time yeah. with them. And- it's crazy. Um, You know, in a long-term SHTF scenario, the ability to grow your own food is basically going to you're going to have to. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, or, you know, we look at like an economic downturn or a collapse, the ability to grow your own food is going to be crucial to supplement your, your food because yeah. the income is going to be tough. Right. And, but just right now to be able to grow your own organic, healthy food, 
That's awesome. Yeah. Right? It's good stuff. But the problem with this is it's like one of those skills that just takes time. It does. You don't just like and read the book. it's kind of frustrating too. Oh, it's so frustrating. And it varies depending on where you live and what your soil's like and all this stuff. Um, and the nice thing is there's tons of books. There's tons of YouTube videos. There's tons of podcasts about this. But I really think the best way to do it is to learn from somebody who's done it before. You do. That's, you know that's what I mean? Who will teach you the most. Ask for sure. Nana. Nana's are the best. Yeah. They Back know of the seed bag, uh, I don't think it gets you anywhere. No, not really. No, grandpas, grandmas, they've done it. Yeah, ask them, have them show you because they every single year I I call my mom about a different yeah. thing because I'm like I'm five years into having my own garden mm-hmm. and you know I've prepared the soil and everything. This is the first year that I've able been able to grow corn. Remember, I was complaining yeah. about corn being mm-hmm. such a stubborn. Yeah, I I finally figured it out. So you just have to keep working with. You know it. what the weird thing is? The first year I had my garden, the corn grew like that. Yeah, I had no I think issue. it has a lot to do with your soil. But I like... couldn't grow p- tomatoes. <laughs> Yeah. So it was so weird. Tomatoes, are, yeah, they're tricky. Yeah. I get, they go like crazy now for me. See, it's just weird. Yeah. You got to figure out your soil and and, mm-hmm. and you just got to play with it. Yeah, play, play with, with it. The gardening, play stuff. with it. Get wet with prepping. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm writing that book. <laughs> That's happening. See how far it gets. Oh, boy. Um, you know, and then along with gardening, you've got like canning and preserving. Yes. Because if you're gonna do that, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> do that. The, the other well, piece of it. Some, Eat it quick. And I might as well bottle some Eat stuff. it right now. Um, yeah, so. But you do. You, every year you grow too much. Uh-huh. Or you have like, so it's like, yeah. I'm going to waste it all. Exactly. Learn I mean, how to use it. One zucchini plant feeds the entire neighborhood. Freaking zucchini, man. Yeah, yeah. But so to be able to utilize your homegrown food all winter, that's that's where the joy of gardening <laughs> comes from. Right? That's where the money is. Yeah. So anyways, gardening. It's yeah. great. It is a good one. Great It's skill. a fun one. Yeah. People think it's boring. Tasty. But it's great. Tasty. Um, hunting, trapping, fishing. Mm. I think a lot of people think, well, SHTF, I got a gun. I'll go up and kill all the deer. I'm good. Slick as a whistle. There's going to be plenty right? of others up there doing the same. Yeah. And who's to say they won't just shoot you in the head? <laughs> Have you but ever like, been out on opening morning of the rifle hunt? Oh my hunt? gosh, it's, yeah. It's chaos. It's yeah. like World War There's I. no trees. It's just orange everywhere. <laughs> it's just orange and everybody's shooting. It is. like it's crazy. I remember we went up to, up to Flaming Gorge and I was like... There's just trucks everywhere and like mm. orange walking around. I'm like, are they finding anything? <laughs> they looking for rocks? It's almost kind of scary. Yeah. So there are a lot of hunters and it's a skill that I had a rude awakening. Yeah, for that sure. I huh? thought I kind of knew <laughs> shooting birds and, and fishing occasionally with my family. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Because um, I had the chance to go and hunt an elk. First with the bow, which is way harder than I ever expected. I knew it would be hard, but it was way harder than I expected. Mm-hmm. Just the way you have to approach the animals and the timing, the time of day you got to go out yeah. and, you know, your smell, scent. Like, it was amazing to experience that. Because and it was even harder because you had a guy with a camera coming along with you, too. That, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> no, it didn't a make any noise. Camera. But yeah, I'm quiet. Um, but yeah, no, he was. He's super quiet. Yeah. But like things that I thought would be way easy, even mm-hmm. even pulling a trigger at like how many yards was I that I probably oh, fired? Oh, geez, I don't even remember. Was it like 70 yards yeah. or something, maybe? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, well, you know, I'll play Call maybe of Duty. L- I understand 75 this, yards. The mechanics here. Yeah. And like to pull the trigger and the animal to take one step, yeah. the difference in that For and sure. where you'll hit them yeah. is like, I just, like I spent a lot of time thinking about it. I'm like, geez, I thought 
for the how fast the bullet it would just mm-hmm. be like boom right where I pointed mm-hmm. and it it's just a different experience that you have you really have to go and experience it yourself mm-hmm. and hunting is not bad it's not like yeah. that's another thing <laughs> killing animals you know there's there's different people but like mm-hmm. true hunting during the season like it, it needs to happen and yep. and you need to learn how to do it and fishing's a whole nother frustrating boring event <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna have some people pissed but no, i understand it's not, it. it's not boring like, fishing um, isn't my really my thing either yeah like i started getting into it it's weird it's one of those things that i'm like it doesn't sound that fun but like m- my in-laws have some ponds that are stocked yeah. and stuff you know it's cheap fishing i guess mm-hmm. i don't know but like you really start to get into it you start to learn like you know how to you know I haven't fly fish, but like learning how to do those things, mm. it do, it does. It starts to Here's come out in you. You really want to do. Yeah, with fishing, if I'm by myself or with a buddy, and I don't have my kids, that's I love 100% fishing. Percent the truth. You got three kids that are getting snags every five seconds, and <laughs> yeah. I, I hate it. That's good. You put that in there because that made all the difference. It makes in the a world. complete difference. If you and I went, my on fly family fishing, like gave up. Like yeah. the kids were like, and so they like were like wandering around playing. Yes, and I was like totally into it yes and i can see why people love it for that that's a different so thing quiet yes and you're like you're waiting for that fill mm-hmm. of the so i shouldn't say it's boring but yeah it's a nightmare with with kids and families yes. but teaching them and when they get to pull that fish out like oh it's for exciting. sure they love it but like that's another thing that it, it seems super easy and you know you just oh I'll, I'll get some lures and i'll get some uh we'll just get some worms and we're good yeah no it, there's a lot to it for sure so, anyways i've never trapped and trapping opens up a whole different world of hunting and, and 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 that gives you the ability to trade furs and you know be all you want to be as a hunter <laughs> in the all it's just like yeah. it's crazy how many trappers we still have around here in the well, there's, basin. there's a lot in the I basin like, yeah. like, holy crap yep and they make good money but like that's something that can be used in an shtf if you learn how to do it oh it's yeah it'd be perfect in an so, shtf long-term shtf yeah trapping would be a, yeah. a huge skill so those are just things like like the hunting needs to be experienced. You need to try it out. You need to look into it. Fishing, there's a lot more than just, you know, yeah. tossing it in there. So For anyways, sure. that's the hunting, trapping, fishing nice. skill to work on. So then if we go to number eight, this again goes along with the last two that we talked about in it's or three that we've talked about. Foraging is a big deal as well. So you've got, you know, you got farming or gardening, you've got hunting, and you've got maybe even livestock raising your own food. The next in line, like as a good supplement, is gonna be foraging. Um, it's going to help you kind of fill in those gaps maybe, you know, um, and you got a lot of time on your hands in an SHGF scenario. You yeah. might as well go looking for food. Think about right now how much we eat and snack. Oh gosh. All day when long. you don't have food, like it's horrible. Everybody's miserable. Yeah. So, you there's know, like all these different ways to procure, procure, procure food. Yeah, for sure. So there's That's like, tough one. there's wild edible plants. Um, there's berries and mushrooms. There's even wild vegetables, you yeah. know, it's crazy. But you have to understand it. You can't just go out picking weeds and throwing them in your mouth. This is the scariest thing to me. <laughs> I know, me too. I don't think I could. I just like. I, I would don't never, trust myself enough. Even like, I would stare at the car and be like, "It looks just like this," <laughs> but I don't want to eat it. Yeah, I will die. That is a hundred percent how I am as Scary. well. Scary. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird thing, and some people they're just like really free with it. And nah, I'm just gonna eat it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, that's not me. It, you know, eating it, dandelions. Yeah, <laughs> this one helps with your urination. It's a yeah. good diuretic. You're like, oh what? man. And and think about getting lost in the woods or like in the desert at some at some point, and you have this skill. Yeah. Boy, aren't you feeling good about yourself <laughs> at that point? You know what I mean. This tree's edible. Yeah, I can live for a hundred years right here. <laughs> 
But it is a huge deal, and it's it's an intimidating and confusing deal, too. It really is. You know, and if you live downtown in urban areas, it can be, you know, harder. But they're actually, there's a bunch of stuff on urban foraging as well that that I've seen. But, you know, if you're in suburban areas or or rural areas, there's so much you can go out and and forage for. Edibles are everywhere. Yeah. It's insane. Um, But you have to— Oregon has a lot. Denver, yeah. Colorado, they have edibles. tons of edibles. They love the edibles. Um, so learning what wild edibles are available, especially in your, in your area, is it's it's a great skill. You know, and learning to forage through all four seasons. Yeah, you know, that's all. Yeah, that uh, changes it up. Yep. So get a book, watch a video, uh, learn from somebody. Yeah, we had we got those little cards, wasn't it from BattleBox? Probably the foraging cards. Yeah. Yep. And like I've taken those out. I have not eaten the plant, but I've tried to see if I could identify, yeah. like, based on the little description in the picture, and it's freaking hard, so. We ought to one day find a local. Eat a bunch of plants. <laughs> find a local guy who who can do that yeah, and should. go out with him. Yeah. Man. I think that would be pretty cool. Get wet with prepping. <laughs> nah. It's a new slogan for 2022. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's the theme. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Fire starting, number nine. Um, we've talked about how this can be a humbling experience. Yeah. We, we put some videos up recently. We on pissed this. some people off about the fair rod thing. Yeah. I was going know, back and forth we... with somebody this morning. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. No. Yeah. It was good. We mentioned how the fair rod seems like a worthless kind of thing. And we probably shouldn't have said worthless or useless. It's just this was overrated. An to somebody's question, it was. So yeah. But it's, we kind of, well, the way we really phrased it, or we wanted to, is it's overrated. Overrated. Yes. That's a perfect way. Right? Because it's not useless. No. No, there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that was a little bit of a trigger word. But, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, you've got your Bix, which is super nice. Then you got Ferro Rod, Flint. you got to try different fire starters, too. Like, like seriously, try to build a fire and use, like, primitive ways. Like, you're going to learn how yeah. to build a fire that's efficient. Like... Um, fire starters, like you talked about, there's so many of them. Oh my there's gosh, so many yeah. different ones. The funny thing is, this guy I was going back and forth with today on like Instagram or something. He's got his own like website, and he's like some survival guy. The number one fire starter what is it? Ferrod.com. No, the and number his name's one Rod. <laughs> yeah, Feral Rod Jenkins. Um, Ferrodney.com. Yeah, but the number one fire starter that he pushes is that Instafire garbage stuff that's that comes trash. in the pack. And I'm like, okay, bro, don't come at me with that because that stuff is trash. We have tried it multiple times. Yeah, it's trash. Compare, uh, compare, like obviously I'll use it. It'll if I work. Have to, but it, compared to but the you have other to have a stuff, blowtorch. <laughs> yeah, screw that. That's stuff. funny, really. Yeah, was, I just thought it was. I didn't little... say anything, but you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like learning to build a proper fire, like. The, the the pre-fire phase mm. is like so important you got to learn what type of wood you got you got to yeah. learn what kind of kindling to use um there's all kinds of different plants that are better to start fires like it, it just teaches you a lot it's a fun thing to do with like kids like i always try and involve my children and then they just try and burn everything yeah but um there's a lot of different ways to learn uh how to use a hand drill fire plow there's wood you know feathering the wood so mm. that you can get a better uh flame off from a a piece of wood, a pump drill, bow drill, DeWalt drill, mm-hmm. and then fire piston. There's a lot of these like extreme ways to mm-hmm. start a fire, but I, I, it would be nice to like learn how to do some of these. We've tried a bunch of fire starters, which is nice. We've, we've used a lot of little kindling makers mm-hmm. and it like, I've found which ones I like mm-hmm. and which ones I don't. And yeah. the only way to do that is just by, by building your own. We tried to start, I think the hardest time we ever tried to start that fire was in that cave. 
Oh, yeah, it was Because everything yeah. was wet. And Damn. like, yep. and and it was just, it's just a whole different, you've got to build your fire a whole different way and, mm-hmm. and find the right things that'll just take off. So, it's all about that prep. It's like the pre-lighting phase yeah. is where you really got to get. And so, yeah. yeah. Like from the, skill. from the beginning of us doing videos to now, like mm-hmm. it, it, I, I thought I knew how to build a fire. Everybody <laughs> thinks they know how to build a yeah. fire really well, but you get the ones that like start up fast and die out. Mm-hmm. Then you get the ones that just smoke for like mm-hmm. seven hours. You, you really got to play with it and learn what's more effective because you're not always going to have that Bic or that fire starter. And so you got to learn how to do it with what's natural. And so yep, absolutely. it's just something to try. It's fun to do. And an easy skill to kind of work on. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. That's a great one. Be a man about it when you go camping. Just try take not a to use. Rod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Sure. Number 10, communication skills. Big, oh boy. Big one. It's a good I mean, communication, it's a vital skill for any single prepper out there, you know. And this doesn't mean a lot of people when they think this, they think it means being like the top-notch ham radio expert. Right. Although that is a great skill. Um, communication has so many different categories. I mean, very. You got the basic hand signals, like you know what I'm saying right now, right? Very I got this. You got like whistles. You got <laughs> yeah. flags. You know, yeah. m- mirrors, fire signals, Morse code, handwritten communications, verbal communications, electronic comms, predetermined fixed signal comms, pheromone like, communications. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a tie on the door, red lights mean scary monsters are coming. <laughs> the the curtains are closed. Yeah. Run, run away, whatever it is. You know, and then there's like emergency alerts. You need to understand about these emergency alerts, what's available, how to get them, like the EAS, you know, the radio and TV apps and phone, the even the local sirens that go off for tornadoes or emergencies. Um, there's so many different things. And then, you know, it goes into understanding the radios, obviously the apps and the methods used, and have a system to be informed as quickly as possible during any emergency. Yeah. Um, this like that sounds super basic, but it, like we got three different radio systems. Yeah, and I couldn't. It took me forever to get them to communicate to each other. Yeah, because like yeah, it, they 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 have like a locked frequency, and you have to figure uh, out how to unlock that. And yeah. so like I the I had I had to figure out how to get the Rocky talkies mm-hmm. to talk to the uh, Midlands Red, or whatever. The, yeah, or Red no, Abyss. it was it was the Midlands. Yeah. And then the Red of Us, they all have their own little code. And so this is just a two-way radio. This yeah. isn't like a complicated radio system. Because uh-huh. you may only have somebody that has one or the other. You, you know, you're mm-hmm. not going to have two of the same brand. And and you have to learn how to play with those. And I've been doing that a lot more oh, lately. Yeah. One of these days, I'll move up to a ham radio. One day. One day. <laughs> one year. Yeah. And so, and then... Communication even comes down to something like my favorite, the family emergency plan. This is kind of like your first step in emergency, you know, communication. Yeah, that's communication. Yeah, so it's basically going to spell out again how you're going to communicate during an emergency situation. So that's a big deal. And then when it comes down to phones, like your cell phones, your calls, your texts, keeping them charged. And then there's landlines, and then there's satellite phones. Like communication is so big. And then it is. It's like it is a huge world thing. Of- and then radios, like Cam said, there's two ways. There's hams, there's GMRS, there's CB, there's FRS, there's shortwave radios. There's just your regular AM, FM radio. Like radios is like a whole thing on itself, yeah. you know. Um, and then verbal communication. This one's huge to me because there's so many people that don't know how to do this well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a lot. Um, Even people that are super skilled. Yes. They just are retarded. Yeah. That's a bad word, I know. It is. Bad but word. they really are impaired yes. at like communicating with other human beings. You can't they're yeah, and you have to be good at it. It's a skill that you need to 
get yeah. that you need to work on. You know, being able to communicate clearly and effectively in in, in verbally in an emergency situation is going to save save lives. Yeah. It's going to help. Um, you ha- being calm and collected and ready to give needed info and ready re- ready to take needed info. Yeah. Um, you know, and relaying the correct and vital info without a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Just saying, this is what you need to do, or this is what we need to do, and go, you know, and being able to go and do it. So, um, de-escalating situations. Yeah, like, for sure. Like everybody knows that work person that just has this oh, tone. Gosh, yeah. That just sets everybody off. Yeah. Like yeah. that that person is in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> they are not going to be able to ask for help from yeah. anybody because they do it in a horrible, yep. demeaning manner. It's like, and so just think about all those aspects of communication that help with a prepping, with being prepared. Right. Um, it's a it's a it's a gigantic skill that has all these different facets. But you know, take one of those this year and try and figure it out. Right. You know, seriously. Try. No, so. there's a billion ways to do it. You yep. can spend 15 years working on just your ham radio <laughs> exactly. like me and never get it. <laughs> yep. But um, I want to talk about cybercrime. It's a bad deal. It is. And it's and it's abundant. Mm. And do you have any devices that connect to the internet? Cause Several. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah. And all of them are vulnerable to be hacked, to lose your information, to get your nudes taken from you. You don't want this to happen. Mm -mm. And there's a way you can protect yourself. And it's called Surfshark VPN. Mm. It's a virtual private network that essentially puts you, makes you go gray man online. And that's a huge deal. Mm. You can go browse wherever you want, not worry about ads, not worry about your email being stolen. And if it is, they can alert you. Mm -hmm. It's a great service. And I love that you can just get a subscription that covers every device that connects to the internets. Mm. That's a big deal. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, and it's really hard to understand me sometimes, Mm. you got to try it. And you can try it for 30 days, money back guarantee. Beautiful. It's one of the easiest apps I've ever used for a VPN. I've used several. Um, You just click it, turn it on, you connect to a server, and you're ready to go. You're ready to go. It's great. And it'll cost you for, for 27 months. Less than 60 bucks. You can't beat it. No. And you need to do it. And you can get it at surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. Put casual preppers in there. Get your discount. Go online safe and sound. Surf shark. Yes. Get it done. Nice. Navigations. Ooh. I don't even know how to start with this one. Let's try and navigate this. So, yeah. Navigation can be, like, I don't, when I was in San Francisco, I was like, how did I ever get anywhere without a smartphone? I don't know how we did Like, it. even walking, I'm like, where am I? I know. Like, even walking, not even driving around, I'm like, I, I'm all disoriented. I think back to when we would go on some sort of a road trip when I was, you had to, like, like, study the map. In the 90s, I'm like, how did we get there <laughs> without know. getting lost? I still remember my mom sitting up next to my dad, yeah. having a map, like, uh-huh. taking up half his vision. Yeah. <laughs> that she's just like, okay, you're going to take the next road, Alan, here, yeah. like, 55 mm-hmm. miles. Like... That that skill is lost. Like we don't oh, have yeah. that skill anymore, mm-hmm. and um, we're, we're not always going to have the technology that we have. Like <laughs> we we hopefully will, and probably yeah, hopefully will. We will. Yeah. But you need to learn how to navigate without um your cell phone mm-hmm. and maps. Like learning how to read maps, learning how to you know scale the map and understand it. Topographical maps they're confusing, and you have to learn like what that means. Okay, I'm going to go here to here. It's going to take me this amount of time and find out it's a mountain. You yeah. know, it's it's. 6,000 foot elevation. You've got to learn how to read those things. You've got to like experience it. Compasses, they, they look amazing and they sound cool, but they're kind of confusing. They kind of can <laughs> Like you be. really have to kind yeah. of understand 
how to work a compass and get to the place that you're and, and the only way to do it is by practicing. And they have the fancy ones that kind of give you an estimate of mm-hmm. like, you got to focus on a tree and there's just a lot that goes into navigation. And it's something we haven't spent or talked a lot on because I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't either. Like it's something I want to learn more of. And I, I have a friend, uh, well, my brother's friend that I talk to a lot. He goes, he's in, um, he's in the military and they'll go on these little like out, they'll go take him out to like Wyoming and mm-hmm. they say, we've got all these dog tags in these trees first one to get through and come back, you know, get a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> in the head. But he he's like, he does a really good job at it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's it's really not, like, once you understand and, and can read a map, which is what they're training him to do, yeah. he's like, you can, you can get all over really quick. And so spending time with somebody that knows what they're talking about is huge. You know, if you get lost in the wilderness, it's easy to get turned around in a forest, like learning where the sun comes up. And goes down like even that sometimes I'm like, is it set in the east or the west? To me, that that's a great place to start. If you don't, if you can't go out your house and tell you say which way is north, south, east, yeah. and west, start there this year. It's crazy how confusing that even gets. Yeah, get that figured out. If you can get that figured out, you're doing pretty good. That's probably the start truth there. there. Start there. You know there. what I mean? Start there. And then stars, different times of the year, yeah. what constellations are up. Like that gets more extreme. But my biggest fear ever is like if I ever go out on the water and we're to get stranded. And no, not know which just way to go. Dunk my head in and die. Yeah, just take a big gulp of that water. Like, you hear those down. like survival stories of them. Like yeah. if we're off by like even a tiny bit, we'll miss an island by 150 miles. Yeah, like, that is yeah. the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, to super me. scary. But anyways, that's so why I don't go in the ocean. Spending a little time with navigation <laughs> without technology yeah. is going to be huge. That is huge. Okay, number twelve, um, leadership. This one might seem a little odd to yeah. some people, but you know if you plan to survive. Any sort of an emergency situation, an SHTF situation, even if it's only short term. If you're married, have a wife, you're covered. Yeah, good luck. She's already got it done. (laughs) Leadership is a quality or a skill that you're going to want to work on. You know, if you find yourself in a less than desirable situation and you're with a group, if it's family, if it's friends, if it's these random people in an elevator, you know, um, you are going to want to be the one in charge, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that you know you understand enough that you want to be the one making those decisions because you're the one that's the prepper. You're the you're the one that's prepared, hopefully, right? right? You don't want to get in a situation where some idiot says, This is what we gotta do. Yeah. You know, take off your pants and run around. It's gonna fix it. <laughs> um it's not that's gonna what fix he it. Said, everybody. You heard it. <laughs> Wait, let's do what he asks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um But that like <laughs> Knowing leadership skills yourself, yes. you'll be able to recognize this guy knows what he's talking about. Like, yes. I'm okay with him taking control right you're now. You're right. You're right. Yes. So if you're in a situation he where says maybe. He pants off, he means pants off. Get them ding dongs out. Let's roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. If you, you can recognize, you know, somebody who understands what's happening. Um, so learning the skill of leadership can be really hard to do. But first off, to be a leader in an emergency situation, for me, the number one thing is you have to have knowledge of that situation. You've got to understand what's happening and you got to understand what to do in those situations. Yeah. Because you can't you don't want to just be a leader and not know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go out and lead a rugby Which team. Which is why I don't spend much time on firearms. Sure. Because there's an expert everywhere. It, they're easy to find. It's so nice. It's, they're easy to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so to me, 
If you want to be a leader in, in an emergency situation, be as knowledgeable as possible about what to do in emergency right. situations. That's probably the number one thing to do. But moving beyond that, you know, working on speaking up and, you know, working on your public speaking. Um, that's, the, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Um, <laughs> and, and your vocabulary. Because... <laughs> What's well, like the... <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> But like the tone too, you know. Sure, yes. The like, inflection. Everybody listen up. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, vocabulary, you don't want to follow somebody who's like, I think we should do this. <laughs> go down on that up and downy thing. Right. Maybe go around in the corner and, and the, the thing with the buttons on it. You know, everybody jump in my ram. We're going downtown <laughs> yeah. around the Denny's. But if around. if you if you sound like you know what's going on and you sound smart, you're gonna <laughs> be able to lead some people a lot easier. You know what I mean? As people are listening to our podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Be a leader as we are. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, understanding teams and how they work. Team sports are great to to That's true, learn yeah. that kind of thing. Um, understanding yourself and your limitations. Understand what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Um, I got a lot of weaknesses, very little strengths, and I understand it. Yeah. Right, so I can I know that. Learn to be a good listener. Being a good leader is being a good listener. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and again, it comes back to that knowledge of having the right. Don't gear. be so sensitive. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay. <laughs> you know, having that confidence obviously is a great thing and, and being ready with a plan in those situations. You want to be the leader. Yeah. Um, because you're the prepper. Yeah. Even casual or not, you're the prepper. Yeah. All right. There's a whole, that's a whole episode on it its is, own yeah. too. Mm. Leadership. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Leadership. <laughs> I'm the guy in the lead. I'm the guy to look to. I got a leadership skill. <laughs> they call um, me Mr. Leadership. <laughs> Yeah, I call my team Orion. Everybody follow me. Team Orion, come behind me. <laughs> Pull down your pants. We're going. Get your, wet with your prepping. team pants. Your team no pants. Shirts and skins. No pants with me. <laughs> Shirts and skins. Yep. Um, number thirteen, gray man. I practice this one regularly. You do, yeah. When I go to the store, I go very gray, man. Otherwise, people are like, just crotch ratchet and getting any better. Look at it. Cam thinks he's like Leo DiCaprio going to the store, <laughs> putting on a hat and glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paparazzi's coming. Oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah. But seriously, like, I feel like I've seen everybody in town for some medical issue at yeah. one point. And um, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it's super awkward. They always, they don't have any, like, you shame. Know, yeah, there's no shame. There's like... Yeah, that virus didn't work very well. You got to know your options. And I'm like picking yeah. out pickles. I'm like, I don't know. Scrotum still got that weird fungus. <laughs> yeah. What should I do, doc? But like, um, yeah, you really need to work on how to be a great man, how to blend in, yeah. how to go unnoticed. Some of you do a great job at this. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who you are, but. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Yeah. Nowadays, people like to stand out and be different, and you yeah. know, and that's fine. But in a <laughs> SHTF, fine. like you're gonna want to blend in yeah. and and not be noticed. People leave you alone, yeah, because you look just boring and you know and ugly, and that's fine. So, and this includes like you got to understand like what clothes to wear and mm. your appearance. Like we talked about all the little key things. Like a bald person is actually will be more recognized and stand out more than. Yeah. Somebody that's not bald. Sometimes you can't worry about, yeah, tattoos. Yeah. 
Sometimes you can't, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. maybe put a hat on or something. But then the hat is a distinguishing feature, That's too. That's true, yeah. Sometimes. You can't be gray, man. I'm sorry. Don't work on this skill. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah um, there's just a lot of little things to kind of blend mm-hmm. in if you're in the, to avoid riots, to avoid family members, to avoid patients. Paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this is a big skill, and we've talked yeah. about it. We had a whole podcast on this. We but did. it's a skill to work on. For sure. It's a great one. Number 14 organizational skills. That's a tough one. Good gracious. It's tough. I read a thing once that said, preppers are just hoarders with good organizational skills. <laughs> that doesn't apply Could to be every true. <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, I think the better you are with organization, the better prepared you are. For sure. Right? For sure. I mean, there's so many aspects of prepping that are easier or more effective when you have better organizational skills. I mean, think about it. You're out. You got your bug out bag. Your arm gets blown off. Crap, where's my tourniquet? It's in my bag somewhere. At the bottom, it, under the tarp, yeah. wrapped around the hatchet. Exactly. Like, um, if you were better organized. That's more organized than I am with my bag. You wouldn't be dead. Um, so, uh, you know, with prepping with food and water, it's hard to know what you need next or what's out of date or what you need. Or to, what to top off on. What yeah. To, yeah, you've got to be organized because otherwise it's just a bunch of food in a place that you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah. It's about as simple as you can put a, yeah. a bunch of food in a location I live in. Yeah, so if you're organizing, you will understand what you have, what you need, and what you need to be working towards, or what you don't need to be working towards. <laughs> that sounded perfect for what you were trying to explain. Oh, man. Um, so anyways, you know, even a good emergency plan, it's great organization. You know, you have it stored in an effective place for everyone that is in involved you organize regular updates and you and you go through it and, yeah. you, and, you, and you try it and you practice so that's a good thing um great organization will help you have the best available gear when it's needed as well what are you laughing at <laughs> your note down here at the bottom oh i don't know 20 what it was. flashlights oh yeah so you like i said you might have 20 flashlights laying around the house but you can only find that shitty one dollar like that's the truth too. Every it has time. a beam that goes yeah. about an inch. You're like, well, yeah, like your phone screen's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like being organized in a power outage, knowing where that nice flashlight is, where yeah. your headlamp is, where you know your BioLite Holt Solar Home 620 is. That being organized, I mean, it's it's such a big. I deal. have reorganized my stuff like 50 times, and it still feels un, oh, know, yeah. unorganized. Like. Somebody had like cut their head, and I'm like, oh, I can fix them. Going downstairs, <laughs> and it's them. just like, <laughs> just like tearing everything up. Well, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I should be like that. Should be the kit that I have yeah. the most prepared. And it's like, it's well, just... I found some biscuits and gravy. Does that work? <laughs> yeah. You hungry? I got Scotch tape <laughs> and a lighter, so I think that we can melt it. I think we there. can get this done. Come over here. <laughs> but yeah, it's a huge deal. It it's is a huge deal. Organization uh, number fifteen finances. We talked Ooh. about how you need to get your finances in order. You don't. I mean, you can work towards being a millionaire, but we're just talking about being prepared for a rainy day emergency, you know? Like a hedge fund manager. Hedge That's fund what you got to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a loan manager. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but like learning Interbreeding the loan managers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, organize with your money, okay? Yeah, for sure. Um, there will be a time where you need money, money. right now. <laughs> oh, like, right now, okay. And not from the TV commercial- I need money. It's my money. I, I want, want it now. now. Yeah. Um, what was it? There, less than fifty percent of Americans have five hundred. Five hundred bucks. bucks. That is terrifying. And so, 
if you have 500 bucks, you're ahead of 50%. Um, yeah, 50% of you out there don't have 500 bucks right. for an emergency. And that's scary. Get it. So I would say with finances, learning how to like work towards getting an emergency fund is yeah. probably the biggest part of all of this. I agree. And then after that, having readily available cash, mm-hmm. get your money to work for you. Yes. The end. That's, That's great. All I put on it's finances. a good skill. It really is. Yeah. Like it's it's a huge. It sounds skill. weird because it's like well, prepping. You know, money's not going to be used, and yeah, it's going to. It's and been used for forty years. I've been alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so you need to learn how to manage it better. I, I agree. Everybody, I'm gonna. I'm always working on this, and yeah. I still haven't figured it out. Me either. Number sixteen: construction, building, shelters. What do you think about that, Cam? <laughs> you know. I like building things. In an SHGF situation, you know, and in everyday life, understanding how to build anything right. is a huge advantage. My dad is great with this. I'm yeah. not as great. It's He yeah. can build anything. <laughs> like, and it pisses me off sometimes. He's so damn good at it. He's like, just looks at it. Oh, okay, we can do that. It's easy. And just Jerry rigs something up and it works perfect. Yeah. I try and do something way. like to the T, reading directions, and it doesn't come out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just it's not a skill that I have. My dad has that skill too. Yeah. Um, and so you know, having that knowledge is handy if you get lost in the wilderness, you gotta build yourself a shelter, you know? Yeah. You wanna live. <laughs> so that's great. Um, repairing your home or shelter in a long term SHTF si- situation, that's gonna be crucial. Learning the basics of construction, woodworking, you know, know how to use the tools and what tools you need. That's a pretty big skill right it there is. as well. And then having those tools. Yeah. Um, again, books are great, videos are great. Understanding the basics of shelter building, like we said, that handyman guy in the apocalypse, he's gonna be just as useful Seriously. as you know your antibiotics dealer. Yeah. He really will be cuz like everything's going to have to be fixed. You can't just go buy a new one. Yeah. And so I can't flush the toilet, eh? Hey. Hey, <laughs> go fix your rub, ain't a man. <laughs> ain't a man. It's down there by the food and stuff I store in that building over there. I'll put it right there by the <laughs> eggs. So we should be good. I'm the leader of this group. <laughs> What's your pants doing up? <laughs> <laughs> Take them down. Just come in here, no pants <laughs> on. That's against the rules. <laughs> but no, like that was crazy. Like yeah. I, I wish I knew more about framing. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> no, and I'm gonna hire somebody <laughs> exactly. to keep doing exactly. that. <laughs> and then there's like other skills that, like welding. Yeah, and plumbing. Yeah, good. And gracious. somehow my dad knows how to do all of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't my dad like, does too. Like. Comes and shows me a shed. I'm like, who built this? I did. I'm like, really? <laughs> How'd wow. you do that? Yeah. Weld that over there. Put a T-bar in there and put, yeah. and got six nails in and you got to run yeah. a truss over it. I'm like, okay, I see didn't, ya. Didn't have the right Johnson rod. I just made one. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I'm like, okay, well, thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, no, it's a huge thing to learn mm-hmm. how to do that stuff. It is. Um, build your own stuff time to time. Yeah. Uh, marksmanship, we talked about hunting. You obviously yeah. want to know how to hit a target. <laughs> That's always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like this, this you do need to practice. And mm. I get tips every time. Thank you, everybody. When I'm holding a pistol. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anything I do. Like, you're not alone those balls, right? Yeah. But like marksmanship is huge. Like every gun shoots different. And you've got to be comfortable with the ones you own. <laughs> Thank Number one. Instagram. <laughs> yeah it's so crazy yeah. kobe and i joke about it we'll just put one up and like before i even hit submit somehow there's a comment that pops up 
Yeah. Is that a silver gun? I was going to you know, be able to see that from my way. That model of gun shouldn't be used in that climate at that time of day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you understand? Yeah. Never seen a sight on a pistol like that. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, it just blows my mind. But anyway. Um, my mama wouldn't shoot a gun like that. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah. Regardless of what people say mm. and the intimidation, if you have a gun, <laughs> know how to shoot it. Yeah. And if you own a bow, like, practice with it. Like, that's mm. the only way that you're going to be good and want to use them. If you can't do those, don't even pick it up. <laughs> don't even pick it up. Not Seriously. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Marksmanship. 18, electrical. Boy, electricity is cool. It is. And but it's, it's scary and weird. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It's magic. It's one hundred percent magic. It's so. It, it is. It's I don't know what's going on. Biggest magical thing ever created on. Yeah, planet. I just like I don't get it. I like that my lights turn on yeah. and I can play the PlayStation, but I don't get what's going on. It makes no sense. So, but if you can understand this, boy, it's a huge benefit. All you electricians out there, yeah, you got a keen yeah. mind. Good yeah. job. Um, it's just scary. Because you get shocked and you die. Yeah. <laughs> With electricity. It's, like, it's lightning in your house. I don't know how it works. It's so okay? crazy. Um, but the basics of this stuff is going to be invaluable in an SHF situation. Keeping the power on, you know, understanding solar power systems and how to rig them up and batteries. And yeah, it's so different. It's There's so much to it. You got wires and you got sun. And then you got these panels. Yeah. Got to store it somewhere. You got to put it in a place. Yeah, <laughs> and then the lightning strikes. I don't get how it works, but yeah. then also like repairing electrical devices, gadgets, appliances, and all those types of things is great. Yeah, soldering. Yes, all like shocked, had not die. Yeah, so just understanding some of that stuff is a great skill um, to develop for any prepper out there. Yeah, no, it is. I'm glad I worked with my uncle for like two years mm. as an, he's an electrician and Corey. Yeah, <laughs> the one that called me Corey forever. <laughs> yeah, well, not him, but um. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember what, like the first day on the job, I was like, so was the black positive and the white? He's like, oh, <laughs> oh great. So yeah, Here you learn go. a lot about it and you just got to spend some time with it. Yeah. Mechanical, handyman, you know, oh, um, knowing how to fix your own vehicle, knowing where the oils go, oh, knowing crap. what the gears do, yeah, knowing what a noise might be coming from, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like doing some of the um, engine repair yourself. The newer vehicles are freaking confusing. I don't even. Yeah, I got like I have a 2020 Ram truck, and I'm like, that's the bad thing is those new ones know. are freaking confusing. Yeah, but like um, spending some time working on these things, like even if it's as simple as like changing the spark plugs and yeah. doing simple maintenance on your lawnmower, you're gonna learn more than most of the generation coming up. You know? Oh it's yeah, like, for sure, man. But like uh, these skills will come in handy because you you know. You don't know what kind of improvisation you're going to have to make for getting to town to get some medicine. Yeah. <laughs> you're riding a lawnmower. You want to know how to make it go faster. But oh, like, yeah, for sure. Just like keeping things running. Mm -hmm. This is the handyman skill that we were talking about. It's just like, this is all experience that our parents, and, uh, mm -hmm. like, I'm jealous of it. I am But too. at the same time, like... I could spend more time doing some of these things, yeah. learning some of these things. It's hard because there's so Downloading many things. Downloading guides on the things you yeah. own. Like. I don't get it. People are so good. Like mechanics, they just, 
it's such a cool skill. Yeah, it is. I don't get it. And even like, again, it goes back to my dad. He just understands the basics of it. And I'm like, it was making this noise. Oh, it's probably dish, positron, negative, Johnson, Rob, dang. And I'm like, okay, how do you know that? I know. I don't get it. I don't know how they learn it either. <laughs> like know? my dad, I call him all the time yeah. for like fixing or building or doing something. He's like, oh, yeah, we're using this. You got to put pressure up on that. But then again, like you can't hardly turn on his television without my help. <laughs> so there's that. It's just that gap of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you like, pick their brains, yeah. you know, and, and learn from them. So yeah. anyways, it's a huge skill that like we could all learn better. Even if you pick up, you know, popular mechanics, mm. like things you can learn in there, little, little handyman skills. Sure. There's a, <laughs> there's a magazine in my dad's cabin that says, um, know how to fix everything. I'm like, that's a good book to own. <laughs> I don't, I'll take that. <laughs> Just like this magazine. That's only like yeah. 25 pages. It's funny. I got this book. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, it's like the guide, the time traveler's guide to every to build everything. Oh, really? And it's like it's really like a book that shows you how to build like all the most important things throughout history that's been built. Oh, it's kind wow. of a cool book. It's interesting. But that like that kind of stuff, that yeah. book's worth its weight in gold for sure. You know? Yeah. So, Absolutely. anyways, okay, number twenty. We're at the last one. Bushcraft skills. Oh man, we did an entire episode on this. But how cool are bushcrafters, Cam? They really are freaking. They're like, really. I cool. wish I knew that stuff i do too probably won't ever use a lot of it in my life because no. i'll die before i get to that mm-hmm. point but. sure <laughs> but they're so cool and yeah. a lot of those skills are super they're invaluable to preppers you know understanding how to live off the land in it goes back to something cam talked about building fires you know shelters building tools and items it like that you pulls need. all this stuff in the, all exactly. these other skills yeah you know uh finding and purifying water that's that's bushcraft you know knots and cordage that's a whole other skill that we didn't even yeah. talk about um navigation cam talked about that foraging hunting trapping tracking we talked about all this i mean it's all in bushcrafting like it is yeah and it's basically being able to go out into the woods into the bush into the mountains and just living find a stick and make a mansion exactly and they do it's insane. Yeah, I can't believe what they can do. Um, and, and any of the skills that you can learn in this is going to be super beneficial to you. And YouTube is a wealth of knowledge with bushcrafting. Yep. There's some insane bushcrafters on YouTube. Go check them out. You know, there's books like Bushcraft 101. They're fantastic. Yeah. There's lots of good information. Um, but, you know, you kind of just have to go out and do bushcrafting. Because you, you can look and read but you got to get out there. You got to get yeah. the knife in your hands. You got to get sticks in your hands. You got to go do it. You can go out there and take classes as well. Like our our buddy uh, Donnie Dust has these classes. He does like crazy bushcrafting stuff. Lives off the land, and it's super cool. The stuff that they can do, you know. Um, these are the only true people that should be lone. Like that yeah. could be lone could wolves. Be lone wolf. But it takes a long time. Yeah. You're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna do bushcrafting for three months and then go out and live. Yeah. You gotta be doing this yeah. all the time. Everybody thinks they're hardcore, but like all the skills, yeah, like everything we've already mentioned mm-hmm. like falls into bushcrafting. So it's it like really does, yeah. if you're spending some time with that, you're yeah. gonna pick up a lot of skills. Yeah, you know, so if if an SHGF situation like forces you to leave civilization, to go out and live in the woods, this is where the bushcrafters are gonna shine. Yeah. They can go out there, they can be low key, they can live off the land, and they're gonna be fine. But like you know Ewoks. Yeah, like Ewoks, yeah. Wicket and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, even just camping and hiking, bushcraft skills are great. It does. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like, and they're fun. It's fun to do. So bushcrafting is a great skill. That's number 20. You feel 20. like a full-on man when you, you really do. do some bushcraft. You really do. Your beard grows at double the rate when you're bushcrafting. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, I, yeah. <laughs> but it does. It grows 10 times the rate. Oh, 10 times the rate. I yeah. thought it was double. Um, but, yeah, like 
And then all these skills we mentioned, how do you master these skills? Mm-hmm. Simple. Learn them yeah. and practice them. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all, like it. All there is to it. So right? do it. Yeah, those are great. Um, that's it. That's all we got, right? Yeah. That's, for, that's 20, you gotta, 20 you skills. Don't, you don't have a... Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. Today's podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> that was it for the rest. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is is brought to you by TacPack. Yeah. The only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside use our code casual preppers and get a free separate bag sent of edc gear along with your first month's tack pack head to tackback.com use that code casia speaking of magic it's time for the quick and dirty medical tip wow. we're gonna talk about magic cool no the freaking tack pack guys i don't know how i don't know i don't know how they do it doesn't make any sense so uh this will be real quick um people ask me all the time like Patients are always like, how do I build my immunity? And I know, I, I think I've mentioned this, we've talked mm-hmm. about this before, but this it's is like worth going over. Again. It is super common for people to just like, like, how do I build my immunity? And there's a lot of uh, like misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's go like, number one is like people, when they get sick, they start just like destroying vitamin C. They'll mm-hmm. take like, I took 15,000 milligrams yesterday. Mm-hmm. I heard it helps. And it doesn't like once you get a cold, you just got to naturally get over it. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to help get over it faster they do say other than rest and fluids. Zinc and has a small effect, right? It has a better effect for prevention mm. than yeah, it does. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, th- this is this is, these are Harvard studies that I went over, and, like, I'm not saying the vitamins and minerals aren't good. They're mm-hmm. great. They're better, much better for prevention. And one of the biggest things, like, you think you're in a, you know, survival group, you have some elderly people in there. They're more vulnerable to things. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest problems with older people is they're set in their ways mm-hmm. and they eat the same thing all the time. Yeah. And so they, they have- Barley what, bean soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds like an old person yeah. food. Potatoes and grits. <laughs> yeah. But like they, um, so they, they, they're micronutrition, uh, they're, well, they're, they're micronutrient malnutrition which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. they don't have the variety of vitamins and minerals that they should mm. be eating and so and and all of us are kind of that way like we kind of get set with the things that we like so we don't get the variety and the biggest protection that we can have is eating a variety of things mm. and if you can't then you supplement and and that's the biggest prevention for your immunity but there are some other key things to do number one is exercise oh, it, it's such it, a big it brings deal. up you know your the sensitivity of your immunity your white blood cell production, everything is just better when you're healthy. Dude, one, I, I can attest to that 100%. Don't get sick hardly at all now. Yeah. Like I used to get uh, like two or three like horrible colds a year, like bad. Yeah. Like, and it would be like two weeks and I would be like, I want to die. Yeah. For the past two years, I haven't gotten one. Yeah. It's, I haven't gotten one cold like that. The immunity is, it's, I and mean, because that's I've like been working out the one. number one thing. And then other steps to take, you know, eat a diet and, high in fruits and vegetables if Mm. you can't that's where you kind of supplement and there's powders you know Mm. green like healthy greens and stuff that you can do to replace it smoking drinking obviously that lowers your immunity it's just unhealthy um if you're not getting enough sleep that's the other big thing and that's the hardest that's one of the hardest um because that's like the time that me and my wife spend away from our kids. So it's yeah. like, it's the hardest time to go to bed. It is. Yeah. Like, that's when you're like, you have a couple of minutes that quality without time. kids. You're like, Ooh, I want to do something. Yeah. I want to stay up all night. My problem <laughs> is now I can get to bed easy. I just get up at like 5 a.m. Yeah. I hate it. I'm doing both and it's not good. <laughs> it's not great. I don't sleep great and I get up get early because I'm like, yeah. this is my quiet time. Everybody's asleep. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then the other, uh, like stress 
and it has mm-hmm. been shown to like really tax your immune system. You know, your your adrenal glands are just fatigued, and so you just can't respond very well. Mm-hmm. So exercise, eating properly, and then when it comes down to like mineral minerals and and vitamins, like vitamin D, zinc, and you know selenium, um, those things are helpful, but more in the prevention. So mm-hmm. I would be adding them now yeah, and, and rather than take a billion After. milligrams of them once you're sick. Yeah. At that point, you just kind of, you have to rest, drink lots of fluids and wait yeah. for it to pass. Um, and we've talked about vitamin D being huge for immunity, for mental health. And, and that's another one to add in there. So, uh, zinc, selenium, iron, copper, uh, folic acid, and vitamin A, B6, C, and E, and D are the ones to really focus on. Mm. And they come in multivitamins. Yeah. The other big thing is, is people overdo multivitamins. <clears throat> and like people take mega doses of these single uh, vitamins or they'll they'll take a multivitamin and they'll take separate amounts of zinc. Of other you're, stuff. You're yeah. just kind of wasting that. Mm. And the other thing is some of the natural stuff like echinacea and, and those again are, are better just to take maybe during the seasons that are more heavily going to cause colds like the fall and winter. Yeah. Taking them as immunity boosters, they have been shown to kind of help prevent, but they haven't shown to actually reduce the time of a cold. So, and so sexual activity is a big one too, right? That's a, it, yep. It's a stress releaser 100%. and it's a hundred percent exercise. Perfect. So you need to, you need to take care of that. Ladies. One. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, husbands send that to your ladies. Those are the things that like I always tell everybody. It's just like multivitamins are good. You don't mm-hmm. need to overdo it. When you get sick, you don't need to increase and waste the whole bottle. Um, exercise, getting more sleep, trying to reduce your stress with whatever that might be, you mm-hmm. know, um, classes, exercising, um, things like that. So those are some immune boosters. I know that that was kind of vague, but that's good. Like though. the studies haven't shown that any of those like in, in heavy amounts are necessary. Other than like keeping a good balanced, healthy diet and yeah. exercising. So that's hard. That is hard. It's not it's easy. It's like the hardest thing. So <laughs> yeah. that's why people are like, I can just get a bunch of vitamins and take yeah. a billion of them when I'm sick. Not really. No. Thank you guys. Um, work on these skills. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Work on the skills. You'll um, be better. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Hopefully. I've been working on talking for many years. For sure. Can't get it down. Yeah. Um, thank you for subscribing. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. Um, please share us with your friends. Please go follow us on all the platforms yeah, that we are. Us. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all the places. Please just hit the follow button because we want you to be around. We want to stay around. And please comment on everything because we want to hear what you guys got going on. Send us messages on the website, casualpreppers.com. Um, and we're excited for 2022. We got some things in store that we're, we're excited to announce at some point in the near future. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Big ideas. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, guys. Stay survived. <laughs>